The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the evolution of feminine marketing. Joining us is Hannah Hermanson, who is the CEO of Done For You Marketing, which produces copywriting, websites, and funnels focusing on feminine energy to approach sales. And Done For You Marketing offers social media content, email newsletters, and strategy to help their clients, mostly coaches, get out of the hustle and grind and start seeing inbound leads for their high-ticket programs. And today, Hannah and I are going to discuss the new marketing era and why it's feminine. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Hannah Hermanson, the CEO of Done For You Marketing. Hannah, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Excited to have you here. Excited to talk to a fellow podcast host, a brilliant marketer, and somebody who is focusing on something that we probably all should be thinking more about, about how to be more inclusive in our marketing you specifically focus your company on a feminine marketing approach. First off, talk to me about what you think of when you describe feminine marketing. The first thing I would like to say is it's not about boys versus girls. This really is about the yin and the yang. So here it is that I'm a little bit woo woo, but also a lot type A and very practical. I think we got to say it's woo woo. Woo woo. <laughs> Let's embrace it. So there's lots of ways to think about this, but we do know that times are changing. And if we look at the society we've been living in for the last several hundred years, it's been very masculine structure, competition, working in cubicles, sticking to routines, going out and hunting for sales, right? We can look at this throughout the last several hundred years, industrial revolution, and then keeping up with the Joneses and then sleazy car salesmen and just like climbing the corporate ladder. And it worked and it was rewarded for a long time. And a lot of our marketing strategies could fall into a more masculine, regimented, hitting the numbers, follow the system, stick to the script sort of energy. But we're going through a radical shift in society that is swinging us more into this feminine piece, feminine balance. Again, yin and yang, like there's always two sides and it's never one or the other. But what we're starting to see, especially starting in 2020, is a very different way of buying and selling. 
So being able to understand where our offers sit in the larger cultural context is essential. And we still need masculine structure and technology to support this sort of like feminine creativity, inclusivity, community, which we can get into today. But really just, yeah, I want to have this conversation about ways that we can evolve with the evolving culture and realities that we're living in. I appreciate that you started off by saying that this isn't a competition. I don't know. Honestly, I get a little nervous about these types of podcasts. I don't want to say anything that gets me canceled. I'm a white guy. There's no getting around it. But I also don't want to feel as a man in the workplace that the improvements in diversity and inclusion are necessarily at the detriment of people that look and sound like me, right? I didn't choose to be born a white male. And yes, there is plenty of privilege that comes with that. And I'm fortunate, I guess, to be who I am and have sort of inherent biases work in my favor. But I don't necessarily want other people to feel discredited or like they are not included or don't have the same opportunity. So me on my soapbox aside, you said, hey, this isn't a competition between men and women, but there's this masculine energy. And a lot of the things that you pointed out were structure and hunting and going and chasing and getting the numbers. All right. So if the way that sales and marketing has worked for the last hundred years is about going and finding your target market, chasing them, killing them and dragging them home for the family. How is feminine marketing different than that? I love the graphics, right? This is very like a college classroom, right? This is like big picture theory that we're talking about. So if we think about this in our daily lives as marketers, you're exactly right. We find our target market, we hit the numbers, we promote, promote, promote. And this is what I call push marketing, where we push our information and we sometimes convince people or like push them to the sale. There's books like go for no, right? And that kind of like relentless going for it. Feminine energy is more about pull marketing, where we invite people in and the frameworks or like the funnel isn't different. The structure can still be in place where you find your target market and you connect with them and you invite them to do things. But this energy and this approach and the way that we move people down this funnel or into our marketing conversations can be and should start to change because people are exhausted, right? We know there's ad fatigue. We know that people can go research and do lots of other things and just listen to the one car salesman on the block. And this is the Nissan I have to buy. So if we can focus on more pull marketing, inviting people in, gathering, nesting, building community, seeking collaborations, and making it the buyer's choice to opt in or out, we're seeing radically different outcomes with our coaches specifically. So you mentioned I work with coaches. So this is definitely an industry that relationships and connection matters. And if we stick to the old ways of convincing people, we don't have as good of clientele or results that we used to even in 2016. Now, though, if we can take a more feminine approach and invite people in and say things like, I don't know if this is for you, but or you came to mind and I wanted to invite you instead of some of the more masculine like problem agitate solve and that more push marketing that masculine energy has inspired us to use but more of the feminine invitational energy. And this is, again, just like poured all over your systems and your funnels and your structures. Like you can still keep those things in place. 
But I'm here to raise the conversation about being more ethical in marketing, which is not about canceling or calling out people's privilege, but just bringing more joy (laughs) to these conversations and the humanness. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. What I'm hearing from you is taking gender aside. What you're saying is that there is a move away from outbound marketing towards inbound marketing. When you think about that shift, the buyers don't want to be sold to as much. They want to go gather their own information. What do you think are some of the marketing channels that have become less attractive? And what are some of the more marketing channels that you think have become more popular while we go through this shift? Okay, well, here's my fear of being canceled. I think social media is dead. I think that is a place that worked in 2016 or even before. And there's places that can work, but I don't think social media is a place that we should be focusing our marketing efforts. I think, and this is the feminine approach, that communities like live events or virtual events or even like guerrilla marketing, networking, it's all about relationships. And social media started with that. It was a great way to just amplify relationships. And now it's becoming a place, especially in the marketing world, where it's just like push, 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 noise, 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 and people are burnt out. And so if we can get back to the basics and networking, hitting the sidewalk even sometimes and connecting with real people, not bots or not accounts necessarily, this is the leading edge. I think we're going to see way more community networking and marketing happening now and moving forward. It's funny because I expected you to say the exact opposite. My expectation was you were going to say, look, the networking and the cold outreach and the play the numbers game, more people you talk to, you know, eventually the better chance you have of finding someone. It's a numbers game. That's the traditional, they call it a salesman, a salesman strategy. 
and those things aren't working anymore. People are self-selecting. So you have to put your content out into places where people are looking. And I was assuming you'd be like, look, build a following in social media. It sounds like you're saying that the feminine strategies are building community, but a lot of that is networking. Why is that feminine? Like I think of that as a guys going out into the old man's club and talking to other guys that look like them. And that's classic networking. And the old boys club is how you build business. Why is that a feminine marketing strategy in your mind? Yeah, for me, it comes back to this like most basic hunting and gathering. So again, it's not that the structures are changing. We still need funnels and groups and places to show up and people to connect with, but it's how we do it. And the feminine approach to networking is not, here's my 15-minute speech, here's my thing, call me, let's make a deal. It's creating strategic partnerships and letting people in on your personality, right? This idea of like building a personal brand, I think has gotten sort of watered down on social media, but still your reputation and your feminine ability to attract, pull people in to what they desire. And if you have what they desire, then having enough people know about you and be able to refer, not the, we're going to get a buck today, (laughs) right? Literally the hunting, like, this is my place. These are my people. Sort of, again, that aggressive energy just needs to shift to one of more collaboration. I'm going to ask you a tough question. I got to do it. But don't women who are running businesses want to get a buck today? Isn't the outcome the same? I understand that the marketing strategy today is, but isn't there a similar goal independent of gender of what the end outcome is? Totally. We're all here to live a great life and make great money. This isn't about gender. It's about the like feminine nurturing and being inclusive, bringing your essence and men can do it too. And I see men doing this all of the time. I think this is why so many free communities have popped up and ways to work with you that isn't just invest in my million dollar inner circle, but people starting to give more taste of what it's like to actually work with me. And do you want this or am I not your person? And that men can do and women are doing too. And I think it's that bringing people into your circle, the gathering piece that I'm finding really working for our coaches and clients. And yeah, you get a buck at the end. Boys and girls both have the same goals. The nature of the landscape is changing. And I think that it's an interesting distinction, whether we call it outbound or inbound, masculine or feminine. What's happening is that consumers want to go do their own research. We live in a more inclusive environment. And the more that you can be welcoming into a community, the better brand affinity that you will receive. And so cold outreach, going out, hunting, killing, and dragging back a piece of meat for the family, right? Like that's not the strategy that people resonate with anymore. They don't want to be found and sold to. They want to be included and they want to be able to self-select and do their own research. That's the trend that's happening in marketing. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Hannah Hermanson, the CEO of Done For You Marketing, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Hannah and I are going to talk about the four steps to setting up a feminine funnel. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Hannah, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is Hannah Hermanson. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-H-E-R-M-A-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit her company's website, which is dreamlifeisreallife.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, 
Head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.